Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This Day in Crime is released every day, Monday through Saturday. For ad-free listening and exclusive bonus content, subscribe to Tenderfoot Plus at tenderfootplus.com or on Apple Podcasts. Let's start the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Todd McComas, and no one looks more forward to these Saturday episodes than I do. I mean, I could listen to Jessica Noel read mattress tag warnings. She's just that amazing. But I'm especially excited today because for the second week in a row, she's gifting us with a prohibition crime story. And this one is one of my favorites. A story of a whirlwind romance that began as a rebellious spark and grew to a fiery ballet of defiance and violence that burned so hot it started a war. A war that would end in one of the most infamous battles in crime history. Back in crime, in the year 1932, a young couple in love is reunited. But within a couple of years, the man and woman, dubbed the Baby Bandits, would leave a trail of murder spanning the country, and their love for each other wouldn't survive. The woman pins a poem. They class them as cold blood killers. They say they're heartless and mean, but I say this with pride that I once knew Clyde when he was honest, upright, and clean. But the law fooled around, kept taking him down and locking him up in a cell till he said to me, I will never be free, so I will meet a few of them in hell. This road was so dimly lighted, there was no highway signs to guide, but they made up their minds. If the roads were all blind, they wouldn't give up until they died. The road gets dimmer and dimmer. Sometimes you can hardly see. Still, it's flight, man to man, and do all you can, for they know they can never be free. This is the story of Bonnie Parker and Clyde Barrow. It's 1930, and the Great Depression, following the stock market crash from the year prior, has America in dire straits financially. Some are more desperate than others. Bonnie Elizabeth Parker grows up in a low-class Dallas home. Just before she turns 16, she ties the knot with her high school sweetheart, Roy Thornton. But by 1929, he winds up in the state pen for murder and she finds herself broke and bored, longing for something more in her life. Clyde Champion Barrow, also from Dallas, dons dark brown wavy hair. He's single, charming, and he knows how to talk a fast game. And like Bonnie, he hails from a poverty-stricken family, and he hates it. He doesn't want to live his life like that. And moreover, he wants to make a name for himself. He starts to do so 
infamously, long before he ever lays eyes on the young, budding poet. In fact, by the time he meets Bonnie, he's already served time for numerous thefts and petty crimes. Their story together begins in January 1930. They meet at a mutual friend's house in Dallas. They are immediately enamored with each other. It's love at first sight. Bonnie is a quiet and petite 19-year-old working as a part-time waitress. And Clyde, who's about to turn 21, well, he's exactly what Bonnie's looking for if she doesn't want to be bored. Because just a few weeks after they fall head over heels for each other, Clyde is arrested for stealing a car and he's convicted and given 14 years behind bars. Bonnie doesn't seem to mind the offense and visits him regularly in Waco, where he's serving his sentence. But she does more than that for her new beau. On March 11, 1930, she smuggles a gun inside the prison. And with that gun, Clyde escapes. By April, he's captured. And this time, he's put in the Texas State Penitentiary, where Bonnie's husband is serving time. With Clyde behind bars, Bonnie begins sending him love letters, calling him Honey, and Clyde writes her back, referring to her as his little wife, although she never divorces her convicted murderer husband. By February 1932, the couple puts down their pens and stationery because they are once again in each other's arms. Clyde is paroled and goes back to be by Bonnie's side. And soon, they will be partners in more than just love. They will be partners in crime. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Over the course of two years, the couple travels the Midwest and Southwest stealing, kidnapping, and killing. The FBI surmises, based on numerous witness sightings in multiple states, 
they took the lives of 13 people, including a sheriff in Oklahoma and two police officers in Missouri. During their crime spree, it's also believed they committed several car thefts, burglaries, and kidnappings, including the abduction of a sheriff's deputy in New Mexico and the kidnapping of a sheriff and a police chief in Texas. But along the way, they stopped to snap mementos of each other, immortalizing their grit. Wearing dusty black dress shoes, a wrinkled suit and tie, and a pork pie hat, Clyde takes a photo of Bonnie wearing a dress and heels. With a cigar hanging out of her mouth and a scowl across her face, she presses a gun against her hip and leans her elbow on top of the headlight of their stolen Ford. In another, a couple poses together. Bonnie depicts a tiny stature, yet lethal persona forever captured in black and white as she points a shotgun at Clyde's gut while he smiles at her and holds a cigar between his fingers. The two make their noxious trek across several states, hitting Texas, Oklahoma, New Mexico, Missouri, Louisiana, Arkansas, Kansas, Illinois, and Iowa. And the farther their fatal road trip stretches, the more headlines emerge about the deadly duo. All the while, law enforcement is in hot pursuit. By 1933, the FBI joins the investigation after the car Clyde has stolen crosses state lines, leading to federal interstate car charges. And now, the FBI, along with other law enforcement agencies, are on the hunt for Bonnie and Clyde. On October 24th, 1933, an official wanted poster for both Bonnie Parker and Clyde Barrow is issued by FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover. One side includes each of their physical descriptions, including bullet wounds and scars, their criminal records, and known relatives and aliases. The other side shows Clyde's mugshot and fingerprints, as well as the warning, this man is very dangerous and extreme caution must be exercised by arresting officers as he is wanted in connection with assault and murder of officers. Seven months later, and two years into their crime-ridden journey, Bonnie and Clyde hit a roadblock, and their fatal love story closes its final chapter. It's early morning of May 23rd, 1934, and it's the end of the road. The sheriff's posse, consisting of local and state police officers from Louisiana and Texas, as well as Frank Hamer, a former captain of the Texas Rangers, is closing in on Bonnie and Clyde. They lie in wait for the couple, crouching in the bushes with their trap in place. It's a broken down car along the dirt road in rural Bienville Parish, Louisiana. It's 9.15 a.m. when the stolen car they've been waiting for begins to appear along the horizon in the distance. They wait, guns in hand. The target is in their sights. The car is accelerating, traveling at 85 miles per hour. And as it approaches the decoy car, the officers step out of the bushes and yell, Halt! 
but the car doesn't slow down, and officers open fire into the Ford, blasting through the windshield and filling the car doors with their fiery ammunition. Bonnie and Clyde, still sitting inside the Ford V8 together, die instantaneously. When they look inside the car, now riddled with bullet holes, Bonnie has a machine gun resting on her lap, and Clyde is grasping his revolver. Bonnie was never bored after meeting Clyde, and Clyde finally made a name for himself. But before that last day together, Bonnie wrote a poem about her love for Clyde and a premonition of their future. The final written verses of her poem read, They don't think they are too tough or desperate. They know the law always wins. They have been shot at before, but they do not ignore that death was the wages of sin. From heartbreaks some people have suffered, from weariness some people have died. But take it all in all, our troubles are small till we get like Bonnie and Clyde. Someday, they will go down together and they will bury them side by side. To a few it means grief, to the law it is relief, but it is death to Bonnie and Clyde. And it simply closes with one final word. End. This Day in Crime is a production of Tenderfoot TV in partnership with Odyssey, produced in association with Burning Mountain Productions. Today's episode is hosted and written by me, Jessica Knoll. Executive producers are Donald Albright and Payne Lindsay. Todd McComas and I are co-executive producers. Our lead producer is Dennis Cooper. The episode is edited and sound designed by Dayton Cole. John Street and Tracy Kaplan are the supervising producers, along with additional production by Sean Nurney and Jordan Foxworthy. Original music by Makeup and Vanity Set. The cover art is by Byron McCoy and Isabella Maxey. Special thanks to the team at UTA, Beck Media and Marketing, and The Nord Group. Sources for today's episode can be found in the show notes, and you can follow us on social media at This Day in Crime. If you enjoy this podcast, please take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. See you next Saturday. Thanks for listening to this episode of This Day in Crime. The show is released every day, Monday through Saturday. For ad-free listening and exclusive bonus content, subscribe to Tenderfoot Plus at tenderfootplus.com or on Apple Podcasts. You know that science solves crimes. Forensic science is exciting, challenging, and most of all, rewarding work. But there is a shortage of qualified individuals in this field. Hi, I'm Terry with Loyola University, Maryland's Forensic Science Department. Loyola is one of the only colleges in the country offering advanced degrees in forensic pattern analysis and biological forensics. Our courses, taught by forensic experts, feature hands-on training and small class sizes. They are based on real crime scene and forensic examiner training programs to ensure you are ready to make a difference. 
Our programs are open to students from a variety of academic backgrounds because we believe everyone can contribute to solving crimes. So what are you waiting for? Discover the excitement of forensic science at Loyola University, Maryland. Visit loyola.edu forward slash forensic for more information. That's loyola.edu forward slash forensic because you are ready to make a difference. Join one of Loyola University, Maryland's forensic science programs today.